The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. He is going to throw the ball toward the end zone and caught. Touchdown, Martin Manley. 20-yard pass play, and that vaults the Hawkeyes right back into this game. That tempo that we've been talking about, that drive, 70 yards, 2 minutes, 48 seconds for them. That's lightning fast. The two-point try here. Rudock in the shotgun. will hand it off. Kanziri got knocked off balance. Second effort. He's in. And welcome into Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. Iowa Hawkeyes coming off a big victory over the Fighting Illini of Illinois last week in Champaign, setting up a game of monumental proportions with the Badgers from Wisconsin. Badgers in first place in the Big Ten West, looking to solidify their spot in Indianapolis. Also another big game going on Saturday of this same game is Nebraska and Minnesota. Minnesota victorious in that one, ultimately setting up Minnesota's chance to possibly go to Indianapolis. But the winner of the contest, of this one between Iowa and Wisconsin pushes their chance of winning the Big Ten West up significantly. A shot to play Ohio State in Indy for the conference championship on the line. This rivalry is great. The history of the rivalry can be summed up in one word, I think, and that's even. The overall records going into the 2014 matchup favored Wisconsin by a small margin, 43-42-2. The Hawkeyes lead the series in Iowa City, though, at 24-17-1. Promised to be a good one, and this game did not disappoint. It was a fantastic football game from the get-go. The game started a little unorthodox for Iowa. They received the open kickoff, which is not abnormal at all. But on second and two from the Hawkeye 33, senior running back Mark Weissman coughed up the football recovered by Wisconsin's Michael Caputo. Five-place, seven-yard series. Wisconsin's Gaglia Nunn knocked through a 50-yard field goal. Three-nothing Badgers. It's Mark Weissman's first fumble of the season. Things not looking good early on for the Hawkeyes. Going into this game, turnovers was a huge stat. That's how you beat Wisconsin. When Northwestern knocked off Wisconsin earlier this season, four turnovers. Wisconsin turned the ball over four times. Northwestern did not turn it over at all. Iowa started with the football at their 13, needing a long sustained drive resulting in points after the fumble. They got it essentially down the field after punter Dylan Kidd was run into by Joe Sherbert. Uh, 14 plays, 79 yards later, 751 time elapsed. Iowa gets a 26-yard field goal from Marshall Kane. Junior signal caller Jake Grudock went 6 for 7 on the drive, including a beautiful toss for 28 yards to Matt Vandenberg on 3rd and 3 to keep the ball moving. 3-3 Hawkeyes and Badgers knotted up. 3rd downs are going to be a key stat in this football game. We'll get to stats and analysis of those you're coming up in a little bit on Hawkeye's mic. This is key for Iowa. Wisconsin goes three and out. The first quarter expires. Scores tied up at three. So far, so good for the Hawkeyes. Melvin Gordon only rushed five times for 12 yards after coming off his historic record-breaking uh, game last week against Nebraska. 408 yards in that one. Five carries, 12 yards in the first half. Fourth and three from the Iowa 41. Hawks are forced to punt. Wisconsin takes over at their own 30. A healthy dose of Gordon here, obviously, is the game plan. He gets the Badgers back down the field to the Iowa 45. Running quarterback specialist Tanner McAvoy comes into the game. McAvoy misdirects the defense, scurries 45 yards, 9-3. to Wisconsin is now up after the missed PAT on the touchdown from McAvoy. McAvoy is one of these guys. He came in as a receiver. He's played quarterback. He's played defense. He's played a little bit of secondary and linebacker. He's a specialist. He's a running quarterback. Iowa I don't think understood what was going on with McAvoy, which is kind of a breakdown in the game plan. They were able to make some adjustments for when McAvoy was in the game later on in the contest, though. Iowa can't get things going, really. On the next possession, they punt it away 
away to Wisconsin, 7.40 remaining in the half. Wisconsin, they're so good at being opportunistic this season. They really have been. 12 plays, 73 yards, a pair of nice passes from quarterback Joel Stave. Wisconsin has first and goal, the Iowa three. Melvin Gordon, he was bound to get bound to get in eventually, takes the ball to the left, scampers in for the touchdown, 16-3 after the converted PAT. Iowa gets the ball back with a minute five remaining in the half at its own 25. Here's where things get a little nutty. Wisconsin commits pass interference on second down. Iowa gives it right back to them by committing offensive PI on first down. Then on second, 25, Jordan Kinzer rushes for 16 yards, setting up a third and nine pass completion from Rudock to tight end Jake Doozy for seven yards. Fourth and two. The clock is ticking down. The fans are getting restless at this point. We're all wondering in the press box what is going on. Why is Iowa not trying to convert here? Why? What is Iowa doing? It's fourth and two. It makes sense. They don't want to give the ball back to Wisconsin, but at the same time, you want to move the football. So, Rudock hits Tavon Smith for 17 yards. There's one second left on the clock. First down, clock stops. Iowa doesn't have a timeout, though, so they can't stop the clock definitively to set up a play, so Hail Mary is obviously the call here. Rudock takes the snap, tosses it into the end zone to be knocked down by Wisconsin. Halftime score, Wisconsin 16, Iowa 3. A lot of controversy in the fan base on this possession. Iowa has the ball back with over a minute remaining, and they're not throwing the ball downfield. The first play they run, which I think is a great call, because Jordan Kinzer, he gets a nice 16-yard gain. You're looking to sustain a drive, try to build up momentum to try and get the ball down the field. Iowa doesn't have any timeouts, though. In the NFL, when you don't have any timeouts the minute left, the clock goes by like that. In college, every time you every time you get a first down, the clock stops. So the clock in this scenario, I think, is almost in Iowa's favor. But again, Kirk Ferentz shows a lack of clock management skills and the propensity to, to not know how to manage the clock. And I think they did a poor job here. But all in all, Iowa six Iowa's down 16-3 to going into the half. And, you know, they've shown some good things, but they've also shown some struggles. They've overcome a turnover, the big Mark Weissman fumble on the first possession. So lots of football still to be played the whole second half. We're going to go ahead and take a real quick break, a 60-second break here on Quick Hits. This is Hawkeye's Mike. We're going to hear from Kirk Ferentz coming up after this break, as well as break down the second half and get you your stats from the Iowa-Wisconsin game from November 22nd, 2014. I'm Tyler Chumlin. This is Quick Hits. Back after this. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. (laughs) How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer, protects your hands all day. Stays on. Up to 10 washings. Moisturizes. Alcohol-free. And safe for the kids. So go ahead. Touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins. Keep your hands germ-free all day. Welcome back into Quick Hits on Hawkeyes, Mike. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin, T-Y-L-E-R-T-J-E-L-M-E-L-A-N-D, or you can just search it. Good luck. It's a really tough name to spell. Uh, Shameless self-promotion there. So it's halftime. The Iowa Hawkeyes and the Wisconsin Badgers at Kinnick Stadium, November 22nd. Iowa looking for a big win to get to eight wins. Wisconsin looking to separate themselves even further as a first-place team in the Big Ten West. Here's some halftime stats of note. We'll get to the game stats here momentarily, but time of possession. Wisconsin's possessed the ball for 15 minutes and 5 seconds. Iowa 14.55. So far, so good there. I think Iowa, one of the big keys going into this game was not let Wisconsin control the clock. It's even. That's good. 26 plays for 169 total yards for Wisconsin. Iowa 30 plays for 141. Also even. The problem here is the score is 16-3. to The Badgers are on top. Wisconsin starts with the football at its own 25. Melvin Gordon gets a first down on second down, but they can't get much else going. Punt. So far, so good for the Hawkeyes. They drive the ball to the Wisconsin 39 on the back of Mark Weissman, 
rushes a couple times for 15 total yards. And then Tavon Smith pulls in a great 32-yarder from Rudock. On third and nine, though, Rudock's pass falls incomplete, intended for Smith. Iowa's got a punt. Badgers take over at their own eight-yard line. Melvin Gordon bound to break out at some point in this game, right? No time like the present. 88-yard run down the Wisconsin sideline, setting up a 22-yard field goal from Gagliano. Puts Wisconsin up 19-3. to Things seem to be looking a little bleak for the Iowa Hawkeyes at this point. They haven't really been able to get things going on the offensive side of the ball. They haven't been able to get down in good scoring position, but they get the ball back. 5.33 left in the third quarter. Rudock hits Matt Vandenberg on third and 12 for 11 yards, setting up fourth and one from the Iowa 39. Kirk Ferentz has gone for it on fourth down this year. He is not afraid to go for it. With five minutes left in the game in the third quarter, you've got a quarter and a third left. You've got to do something here. They go for it on fourth down. Mark Weissman, heavy dose, two yards, move the sticks. Rudock hits Devon Smith for 31 yards and Jordan Kinzeri scampers up the middle for eight to the Badger. 20. Things are clicking. Kimonte Martin-Manley breaks the route to the outside on the right. Rudock hits him in stride as he's heading into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa. Beautiful, beautiful play. Martin-Manley did not have separation yet when Rudock threw the football, but Rudock recognized that Martin-Manley was going to get that separation, beat the defender by two steps. Touchdown, Iowa. Two-point conversion converted by Kanziri. It's only a one-possession ball game. Wisconsin 19, Iowa 11. Here we go, guys. Things are starting to heat up a little bit at Kinnick Stadium. Third quarter expires. Wisconsin's forced to punt at its own 45. Iowa's getting the ball back at its own 18. Rudock finds Matt Vandenberg again for 28 yards, then hits tight end Jake Doozy for 33 more. Put Iowa at the Badger 21, and they're in business. Jake Rudock is looking phenomenal in the second half. This might be the best he's looked as an Iowa Hawkeye. Kinzeri rushes for four, and Tavon Smith is harassed in the end zone, resulting in defensive pass interference. Iowa ball at the Wisconsin 3. Rudock rushes the ball, falls into the end zone, pay dirt. 19-17 Badgers. Iowa is a two-point conversion away from tying this football game up. They cannot convert the two-point conversion. Rudock throws an incomplete pass. It's a heck of a ball game at this point, though. 19-16, or 19-17, excuse me. Good old-fashioned Big Ten football. Third and 13, Melvin Gordon grabs a pass from Joel Stave, takes it 35 yards, then he carries for 10 on first and 10 from the Iowa 23. Gordon blows through the left side and finds the end zone, though. 26-17, Wisconsin back on top. This is where things are getting crazy because you're looking at a team in Iowa who's clawed and scratched their way back into this football game. They're down nine. They're down two scores, but they're playing better, and that's all that Iowa can ask for at this point. They get the ball back. There's just under eight minutes left. Rudock looks great. Finds Kanzeri for 27 yards on a screen, then finds Doozy again for 23. Third and 15. Rudock pulls the football down, rushes to the left for 21, sets up another 11-yard rush on the next play for Rudock on first and goal from the nine. Rudock to Doozy. Touchdown, Iowa. Kane's PAT good. 26-24 to is your score with five minutes remaining in the football game. Melvin Gordon takes over, though. Carries the ball for a first down on second down. Then Joel Stave rushes for 12 yards on third and eight. It locks up the game. Eight plays, 26 yards, a pair of first downs. 5-0-1 time ticks off. Wisconsin is victorious, 26-24. to Iowa showed great resiliency clawing back into this football game, but the Badgers are just too much. Here's what Kirk Ferentz had to say after the game about Iowa's loss to Wisconsin and about how, how they play is important, but winning is really what the Hawkeyes worked so hard for and they fell, and they came up short against Wisconsin. You know, there, there are going to be things both teams can feel good about and it's, uh, you know, we lost. There's nothing good about that, you know, and it's that's not in the books. But, you know, how you play is important and that's, uh, you know, cliche about win or lose, you know, that, that's a bunch of crap. You know, winning is, is what you work so hard for, but how you do play is important whether you win or lose and that's, you know, as coaches, we always look at it that way. So we'll see a lot of good things tomorrow on that tape. I know the effort was good. I know the competitiveness was good. But, you know, it's a thing.
things that, that weren't good enough, that's what we got to try to get cleaned up, and we got six days to get that get that done now. Obviously, the, the big number coming into this game was 408. That's what Melvin Gordon did against Nebraska last weekend. He was able to gash the Cornhuskers. He had some production against the Hawkeyes. Kirk Ferentz did say after the game, though, that his guys competed well. Wisconsin just didn't give up on the run, and eventually it broke through. I, th- I thought our guys competed extremely hard, and they, they were blocking hard, and we were playing blocks hard and trying to get to the football. And, uh, you know, But he popped that one there down their sideline. And when you play a guy, he's an outstanding football player. You know, so that's that's a risky run when you play a, team, a guy like that. You know, he's got that uh, explosion, that capability, and that's what makes it uh, so challenging to try to defend a team with a player like that. And credit to them for sticking with it. You know, they never they don't get away from their plan. They're good at that. And uh, but I thought our guys competed extremely hard. Just you know, came up a couple plays short today. As far as the offense went for the Hawkeyes, they really tried to run the football in the first half, only having three points uh, in the first half. They were able to have 21 points in the second half after the three touchdowns, that was because they were able to pass the ball. They mixed things up a little bit. Uh, you look back at the Maryland loss they had this season, they were able to uh, pass the ball a lot in the second half, but it was not successful. They were successful in the Wisconsin game, and Kirk Ferentz said after the game a little bit that the game plan, it has to be balanced to start, but things do change. The menu changed in the second half. Here's Kirk Ferentz on the game plan as it kind of evolved as the game went on. You know, you, you go into every game with a plan, and you know, you guys have been covering us for a while. At least most of you, I think, are, are, are hometown, uh, home state. You know, we, we, our goal is to be balanced. That's what we want to do. And then, uh, you know, you get in the flow of a game. The game dictates what uh, what happens. And I want to say we were confident we would run the ball, but we were, we were sure planning on trying it. And, uh, you know, we worked at that. Uh, they do a good job of taking that away. They're a, an excellent defensive team, players and coaches. And, uh, you know, so we, we uh, had to change the menu a little bit in that second half. And uh, anybody's ball game. And, you know, we just we kind of made some plays in the passing game, which was good to see. Jake did a great job, I think, of executing, running the offense, executing made some really good throws and, and then uh, we had good protection. The guys came up with some good plays and that was what it takes to be successful. Badgers 26, Hawkeyes 24. This game had a lot riding on it for both of these teams. A loss essentially puts the puts Iowa out of the Big Ten championship hunt. Uh, puts Wisconsin right in there, right in the mix though with the win. They're going to play Minnesota coming up this next weekend. That's for all the marbles. The winner of that football game will play in Indianapolis against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Here's what Kirk France said after the game about losing a game with this much at stake, whether it's harder to have a game like this not go your way. Well, you, you know, I mean, yes and no. And what was at stake was we were trying to win the game today and, and uh, simple as that. And that's uh, that's what we we're trying to get done. So, but that that's, uh, yeah, it hurts. It hurts. And you come up two points short, that hurts. You know, we've been at the other end too where it was uh, a lot more than that. You know, but no matter what it is, two points, three, you know, or more than that, you, you got to get back up on your feet the next day and get going again. And this it's going to be really uh, important this week just because of the, uh, the, the short week here. There you have it, Kirk Ferentz on the losing a, mag- a game of this magnitude against Wisconsin, 26-24. Let's go ahead and get some stats for you here on Quick Hits on Hawkeyes, Mike. Let's start with total yards on the day. Iowa, they outgained Wisconsin 412 on 58 plays. Wisconsin 405 on 56 plays. Iowa had 101 through uh, on the ground. Wisconsin 266. Iowa 20 of 30 through the air, 311 yards. Wisconsin only 139, 11 of 14. 19 first downs for the Hawks, 18 for the Badgers. Fumbles, each team had one fumble. Mark Weissman's fumble was lost. Melvin Gordon's was not. Penalties, Wisconsin had 7, 60 yards. Iowa only 3 for 22 yards yet again. Possession time, 26-36 for the Hawkeyes, 33-24 for Wisconsin. Third down conversions, Iowa only converted 5 of 12, but the, all 5 of them were big, big third downs.
downs. Wisconsin, very good on third down. 7 of 13. Fourth down conversions. Iowa had two fourth down tries. Both converted in the red zone. Both teams perfect. Iowa 4 for 4. Wisconsin 2 for 2. Individual stats. Let's start with Wisconsin. Melvin Gordon, he did get his through the ground. 200 rushes, uh, 200 rushing yards on 31 attempts. Tanner McAvoy, the quarterback, 6 carries, 62 yards, including 1 touchdown. Joel Stave had 1 for 12. Corey Clement had 1 for minus 1 yards, and they had a team rush for minus 3 yards at the end of the game. Passing, Joel Stave didn't have to pass a lot, but looked efficient when he was doing so. 11 for 14, 139 yards. Melvin Gordon led all pass catchers for Wisconsin with 4 catches, 64 yards on the day. Sam Arneson had 3 for 27. Alex Erickson had 2 for 11. Kenzel Doe had 1 for 25, and Troy Fumagalli, he had 1 for 12 as well. On the Hawkeyes side of things, Mark Weissman, he had 12 carries for 44 yards on the day. Jordan Kinziri, 8 carries for 32. Jake Rudock had 7 for 25. Akram Wadley had 1 carry for 0 yards. Rudock, 20 for 30 through the air. 311 yards. He was sacked twice. He also threw 2 touchdowns. Tavon Smith had 4 catches for 78 yards, leading the Hawkeyes. Jake Doozy, the tight end, he had a touchdown. 4 catches, 72 yards. Kibate Martin-Manley, the senior, also had 4 catches for 33 yards and a score. Matt Vandenberg, good day for him. 3 catches, 67 yards on the day. Damon Bullock out of the backfield, he had 2 two catches for 11. Jordan Kinzer, 1 for 27. Mark Weissman, 1 for 13. And Damon Powell had 1 for 10. Punting on the day, Dylan Kidd, 2 punts, 71 yards, 35 and a half average. His long was 42. Connor Cornbreath, he had 1 punt for 31 yards. That one was inside the 10, though. Returning on the day, punt returns. Matt Vandenberg had 1 punt return for 1 yard on the day. Jordan Kinzer had 2 kickoff returns for 26 yards total. Mark Weissman had a kickoff return for 22. Field goals, Marshall Kane, he only had tempted 1, 26 yards out. It was a good field goal. On the defensive side of the ball for the Hawkeyes, leading in tackling, not surprising, the safety, John Loudermilk with 12 total tackles. Jordan Lomax with 10 total tackles. Greg Maven, the corner, had 7 tackles. He also had a tackle for loss. Bo Bauer, the linebacker, also had 7 tackles with 1 tackle for loss. Louis Chikopasad, he had 6. Uh, Quentin Alston also had 6. Louis Chikopasad had 1 tackle for loss. Carl Davis had 5 tackles, 1.5 tackles for loss. Desmond King, 4 tackles. Drew Rod had 3 tackles, including a half tackle for loss. Josie Jewell had 3 tackles. Jaleel Johnson had 2 tackles, including a half tackle for loss. Nate Meyer had 2 tackles, including 1 tackle for loss. Uh, Nathan Bazada had 2 tackles. Sean Draper had 1. Mike Hardy, Maurice Fleming, and Anthony Gare all had 1 tackle. There you have it. The Iowa Hawkeyes fall to 7-4 and four on the season with 1 game left after falling to Wisconsin 26-24 on November 22nd at Kinnick Stadium. The Iowa Hawkeyes have a big Black Friday matchup against the Nebraska Cornhuskers, a team in which they went to Lincoln last year and dominated. You've got to think the Cornhuskers are going to have a chip on their shoulder. That game is set for 11 a.m. coming up on Black Friday. The Hawkeyes looking to get to eight wins. Obviously, they're bowl eligible. Probably will be playing in a bowl game, but you obviously want to end the season on a good note. Credit to ABC ESPN2 mirrored for our clip that began this program. This is Hawkeyes Mike. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with me on Twitter as well as Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter for all Hawkeye updates and everything from Eastern Iowa, the Hawkeyes, and everything college football, college basketball, and college wrestling related. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Monday following the Hawkeyes and the Cornhuskers this Black Friday. And broadcast school has really paid off. This has been a presentation of Hawkeyes Mike, LLC.